Hi there, and welcome to the Bar Talk Podcast. My name is Logan <laughs> Rogers, and I am joined today by... Nate! Nate Phipps! What's happening? It's just the two of us today. Um, we are coming to you live from the Windy City Bar and Grill in Seattle, Washington, because... It was it like was, the apocalypse out there today. It was terrible. It was terrible. I know I lost power here. I don't know if you did. Trees fell over. Uh, I was at work. We had power, but I, I mean, on the way to work, it looked like a tornado ripped through town. It was real Trees bad. down everywhere. Luckily, I think most people are with power now. Obviously, what well, this is ridiculous. Obviously, yes. we're with power now. But yeah, it was, it was a, a bit of a tumultuous day, to say the a least. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. But yeah. how have you been? It's been... It's been a couple of weeks since we uh, bar talked. Indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah, I've been in Houston at, uh, at oh, work, and that, yeah, yeah that was that was terrible. I <laughs> don't enjoy it, but you know, I learned about how to uh, balance force pressure. Meaning, I was pretty much at Jedi Academy, so yeah. whatever. <laughs> it was how, all worth it. I'm gonna was, be a Jedi. How was Houston? Uh, Houston is uh, terrible. It is the worst place on earth. I'm sorry oh, if you nice. actually listen to this from Houston. It is flat. It is depressing. And I would rather a hundred windstorms in Seattle before I visit Houston again. Wow. Yeah. Very, I'm very, passionate. Uh, yeah, strong. Passionate about my... Opinionated. No, it's a, it's a lovely city. Wonderful people. Um, I just... I can't handle how flat it is. It's, it's truly just flat. Yeah. Well, that's the entire miles. Midwest. That's, you know, Kansas. That's... And that's Iowa. why we call them flyover states, right? Because you can just see them. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, central California. Just nothing for miles. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And how was Logan since I, I last uh, saw you? Freaking just worked. I had um, the second part of my listening class at work. So and Are you listening well? I am a better listener now. Are you sure? No. Okay, good, good to know. Yes. Training Absolutely. is paying off for both of us, I yes. feel like. Because yeah. clearly money I... Money well spent. <laughs> money well spent. And you uh, don't listen, and I think I'm a Jedi. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, things are going well. Things are going great. And uh, I have jury duty next week, so that's something to look forward to. You know what? Stepping up into big boy life. That's yeah. intense. Let me tell you, jury duty is one of those sacred duties that you... Just have to miserably deal with. Yeah. It just have you done jury duty? I have. Yeah, I have. How does it usually go? Because I don't know. I'm um, just going in blind. You know, I, I don't know how it usually goes. I've only had to do it one time, and they call you in, and you get in a big batch of people, and you all go and sit in a room, and there's literally a hundred people in there, and okay. they just basically make you wait all day until there is a trial with a jury that needs to be selected. So then. Out of that group of people, they send them to basically have them interviewed okay. to see if you're going to actually be on the jury. Wow. So I was luckily called first thing out of the gate into the jury selection area, and they picked me and put me on a jury, and that jury was a two-day thing, and it was just a nightmare, and I was just miserable. So I hope yours is nothing like that. Wow. So like, how long were you down at the courthouse? I mean, two days straight. I, I had yeah. to go back to trial yeah, both yeah. days as a jury member. Is and it like a nine to five thing, or is it like a? Well, like I said, I think that if you don't get called that day, you just go home, and that's it. Nice. But um, if you are called to the courthouse, I think you can only go one day, and then if they don't select you that day, okay, I believe you're done. Okay, but if you're on jury duty, 
it's whatever your appointed time is, and somebody will have to look this up and correct me because I'm obviously not an expert in this. <laughs> well, Don't want to do it. You're more so than I am, but you know. I went on a trial thingy. It was a drunk driver situation. Not a good trial, and it was not a fun experience. So, well, let's talk about some fun experiences then. Let's do that. What have you been doing the past couple weeks? Well, um, I have been gifted uh, a lovely little nugget of anime. From my friend uh, Logan Rajars. I'm not f- sure. Okay, so you've heard of this heard gentleman. Of this he is one of the most magnificent oh. human beings that you will ever oh, meet. Love, love the gentleman. Uh, <laughs> in a very platonic and very oh, physically sexual way. Very yeah. physically. <laughs> physically. Is it, like, it's a very carnal relationship. You, you get it. Yeah, you get no, it. Okay. Sure. Like, um, great, but... He loaned me, because uh, I was feeling sick and I needed something to do, he loaned me his, uh, his Sword Art Online arcs one and two for season one. Yes. And uh, I cruised through those pretty much in the last two weeks. And I have to say, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It, it is truly... As uh, if you are a gamer, if you are in anime, if you are into just good writing and good ad- adaptation into yeah. um, social situations and, I mean, real life application, if you're dealing or struggling in any kind of social anxiety way, I mean, there is so much depth to the writing of the anime. It is, obviously, I mean, Sword Art is, is a massive anime, and For I'm sure. kind of coming into it late, yeah, uh, cool, probably about a lot, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot late, late yeah. a lot of late. Um, but I, I just truly, I, I loved it. I was captivated by it. Um, I, I finished the second arc, and I kind of threw my hands in the air like, what the hell? So, yeah, you texted me. Yeah, you texted I did, me. I You're did. like, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't know. I just don't know. Right. What did you mean? Okay, all right. So What's, what's up? Uh, Obviously, we're getting into spoilers. We're going to have to put up a big spoiler tag because we're going to get into some stuff that is just like, yeah, if you're watching the show, this is like where it, ultimately, the second arc, this is where it ends. Um, my text to you was very much laden in the, holy crap, that got super rapey. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it, really did. it got kind of awkward. Hey, not just awkward, it got full on adult rape scenario where yes. you're like, wow. Yes. And it dealt with kind of a, a very interesting paradigm of what happens to you mentally does not necessarily happen to you physically and, and how the, the, the two yeah. can be separated in the Japanese anime culture. Whereas here in America, I believe that we are very much, your emotional state is very much a part of your physical, physical state. state. And so that was a really tough pill to swallow in a very 10 minute laden scene of just wow that was brutal to watch and very uncomfortable and yeah and i think it's a it, it's a testament to the show of how good the writing is and how good the artwork and the the captivating emotionality of that moment mm-hmm. to just go wow i was literally on the edge of the couch just upright going oh this has got to stop like oh i can't watch much more of this. yeah and <laughs> um the second part of the text was then about 10, 15 minutes later, where they're all meeting at the bar and celebrating for the first time, really, like, a reunion of people that have been <laughs> trapped in this anime. Yeah. And I'm trying to be very vague and cryptic because yeah, I'm trying not to, like, give away too much. No, but, like, do it, man. We're, then they're we're all just... spoilers. Right, like, so... Big spoiler is the whole series is set up as this. They get a game that's uh-huh. called... Help me out. The first oh, game. The first game is Sword Art Online. So it is Sword Art Online because the second game is Alfheim Online. Yes. But the original game, Sword Art Online, is a VR unit MMO. 
Yes. So it is a virtual reality system that plugs you into an MMO, and you strap this headset on, and you are put into the game, and there's like a motion capture. There, it's, uh, I think the the term that they use that, you know, really helps those who haven't seen it understand is yeah. this full dive. It's not just Correct. you put it on the headset, and you're, you're still sitting in your room. It's all of you, all exactly. of your consciousness... Is put into the game. Right. It is a, it's a full dive game where you literally are flat asleep, but you are physically in the game. Physically. As it, as it were. Yeah. And what happens is, is that all the players, the 10,000 people who are put into the game, no longer can log off. Yeah, they're trapped. They're trapped within this world, and they're told they have to beat the game. And, and that is the yes. first arc of the, the whole thing, is this very... Um, very beautiful anime written very much about the game, the game life, social interaction, um, being a loner, being alone in a world where you don't feel connected to anyone. Like, there's a lot of deep issues in it, and they, yeah. they write it very well. And then, but it's a traumatic experience because the main part about it is if you die in the game, you You're die dead. in real life. You're done. You're done You're dead. dead. And, <clears throat> you know, the thing that I struggled with in watching the second arc is they remove that element. Yeah. Uh, they go into a new game called Alfheim Online where if you died in Sword Art, you are dead. Mm -hmm. If you die in Alfheim, whatever. Yeah. It's still a full dive. You're still able, but you're able to log off. It's a much more adaptive system and they're dealing with different issues, but there's still this, this disconnect in that they need to add something that makes it dangerous or sketchy and and, yeah. and they do a great job of, of giving you the the captured princess rescuing the girl mm -hmm. and that whole element in the second arc but the ending of the second arc is beyond confusing because what happens is that kirito our main our main character our hero recreates sword art in the Alfheim world, and they leave you with a picture of everyone who has been destroyed emotionally. Yeah. And in, in this game where literally you are fighting for life and death. Yeah. And they're all just flying back to it. Like, we're so excited to go to this well, thing. And I know that there's, but that's where I was, that second part of my text came from, because I'm like, how could you do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. how can you put yourself back in that world, knowing that that's, like, the most sketchy, dangerous place to ever be? And so, I, that's what I was trying to talk to you about. Is like, yeah, your, your first sex was finish the second arc, second arc of Sword Art, need to, what the hell, can't process. And then <laughs> I yep. text you, and then you text me back, and wow, so many thinky pains, need beer in many hours. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I've had many hours to kind of process, and that's where I'm at now, is I just, I'm able to go, oh, all right. That was deep. That was that was tough to watch. That was really a struggle. Um, but I, I liked it. I think that, you know, I, I think we had a conversation a long time ago about my opinion of anime overall. I think a lot of it's just hyper cheesy. Mm. They don't really tackle any um, really deep or intrinsic issues. Gotcha. They really, most anime for me personally yeah. that I've experienced in my life has been very surface level. and And that's really difficult to get over the hump of long-term watchability for sure and where i think sword art um achieved in spades or in droves for me was that every episode though cheesy and disjointed tackled 
a very applicable video game social related issue. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes um, is in the first arc. Um, it's the one with uh, Elizabeth, uh, the blacksmith girl, mm-hmm. um, and their journey to make him a new sword. And I don't know, I just love like, the, the theme that they tackled in that episode about, you know, being maybe, I don't know, alone in the world, but like that there's warmth even in this digital world, oh, despite yeah. it being, you know, made up of ones and zeros. Right, and I think, like, like you said, we're talking about social issues, we're talking about social anxieties, we're even talking about that loner aspect within the show, and I think that um, that was one of my favorite issues, too, because, one, it was beautifully stunning, yeah. like, with the, the dragon and the oh, crystal dude. layer, and, yeah. and it was just one of the best, most beautiful episodes that, uh, still to this day, that they've ever done. Yeah. But then, two, they really tackled that, what is love? Yes. What is relationship and what is the societal norm for reaching another human being within this scope of internet, if mm-hmm. you will? Yeah. And I think that they tackled it beautifully. And I think that they, you know, obviously it ends with some, kind of some heartbreak. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Sadly. Sadly. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But, but, you know, it's, it's hard. <laughs> but, I, but I think that they do it in a way that it, it's charming, it captivates, and they mm-hmm. don't really... They don't really miss anything either. I think that no. their full scope episodes, as short as they are, are very, you know, they're very full encompassing of like, here's the start of the journey, and it's always an emotional journey yeah. in these episodes. It's never like a, as much as they're very much on a quest from level one to level 100. Yes. Yeah, very video game esque. Very not much about that. Yeah, the, the episodes are very much driven about like, here is a XYZ issue, mm-hmm. and, and one of my favorite. Oh, I have two favorite episodes. One is the player killer episode. Oh, the one with uh, Silica. Yep. Yeah, that was a great episode. Where where it's oh, like man, the whole dude. ghost and it's what what they're really talking about is. Oh, like, that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. So the, there's there are, there's actually two of them. <laughs> yeah. I, my apologies. No, it's okay. The one with Silica is great. Yes. Yeah, uh, the one you're talking about is with the uh, Yoriko and yes. the killing in in town. Killing in town. Gotcha. Right, and so, um, but I also think that the um, the one with the dragon and yeah, yeah Elizabeth, and... Elizabeth, that one's great. Um, no, no, I'm sorry, the little her healing oh. pet. So many dragons, so many so little many dragons. Anyway, player killers, the player killers. There's yeah. multiple episodes with that, but the one I was talking about that I thought that they tackled a lot of really deep, like personality issues versus gamer issues when yeah. we talk about MMOs. 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 MMs. I'm. If you can't tell, I have a little bit of a cold. I'm. I'm trying to get through it, but we're here. We're doing good, and we're drinking. So this is a great recipe for a drink wreck. But um, the the point that I'm trying to make with that is that in that episode they deal with a guy who enters the game literally on top of the world in his real life. Yeah, he's got a beautiful wife. Beautiful was, wife. You know, just great job. Just perfect. Yeah. And I mean everything for him is going right. And, and then for his wife is yeah. she's a docile, submissive, she's quiet when she comes into the game and stuff yeah. like that. And, and then and, that. and then there's that inverse where as they're getting into this game he realizes he wants to be out of the game. Therefore he is cautious and scared of being in game where he can lose his life. Whereas his wife realizes for the first time, 
she's alive. Yeah. And I just, I love that parallel and dealing with that issue in that episode that they're talking about. An issue that people deal with on a daily basis is like, and I'm not going to name names because I think everybody has different. So I'll use myself as the example. You know, there was a long period of time where video games for me was my relationships world over. Like I put that above almost all other things. I would miss work to make sure I was with my raid team or my group. (laughs) And I think people still do that because there's such a a warmth and embrace and a vibrance within you to know that like, oh man, I might be struggling in my personal life, but in my game life, I'm killing it. And there there is comfort (laughs) within that. And I think that that episode really encapsulated that yeah. in a way that I would have never been able to explain had I seen that and go, that's, 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 that's it. it. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And, oh, uh, again, another tragic episode where you're literally on the edge of your seat pretty much the entire episode and then they hit you with this curveball that just like gut-wrenching and you're like, oh my gosh, and you have to sit there and process, oh man. Yeah. Like, yeah. how real was that and it's it's a beautiful beautiful application and it's sword art is so well done that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) i could go on for hours so what do you think of the the voice acting because you watched it dubbed i did watch it dubbed thank you um i mean every time you watch something dubbed and and translated from its native language into english there's going to be some fall down i think there was a there was very few moments that took me out of the episodes as opposed to like um, old Dragon Ball Z when it was first being done was <laughs> atrocious and like that <laughs> does not mean what you think it means Yeah, and it takes you out of what you're watching and this I don't think I got that uh, but maybe one or two times okay. and um, you know the second arc definitely dealt with more of um, what I would like to call taboo issues Okay, what do you mean by that? Well, obviously, we're talking about, again, let me put a big spoiler alert right out there right now, because that was one of the coolest parts of the second arc. I'm just going to read it for you right now. When uh, Lifa Uh and Kirito find out, well, their cousin, brother, sister relationship, (laughs) and that she actually, in her real life, is in love with her cousin brother, and then has also fallen in love with him in game, but they don't know who they are. Yeah. And uh, again, that's a pretty taboo issue if you think um, about it. You know, it, it, it's a it's a very cultural thing. I agree. In, very cultural. in Japan, marrying your cousin is acceptable and practiced. So it's I mean, for us watching it as Americans, you know, again, we're, we're you know brought up like you know. But but see, I, I put cousins that, like a very redneck thing. No, see, I don't. Again, I'm not. I'm very culturally with it, and I understood that part. Okay. What I think makes it so taboo is that there was no acknowledgement that they were cousins, other than separately. They both knew that they were cousins, but on separate levels. They had never acknowledged gotcha. that they were anything but, but brother, brother and sister. sister. Okay. And so I think that's where the whole taboo issue comes into play. Is that. I mean, yes, Kirito knows that's his cousin. And yeah. yes, Lifa knows that's her cousin. But they have never said anything other than brother, sister. Mm-hmm. And I think so for there to be her feelings on that end mm-hmm. in that way makes it taboo. If you gotcha. if you want to go with me in that logic track. Okay. And then, again, like we referenced before, the, the end scene in the tower 
Uh, and all of rough, all of the creepy, you're so God, soft dude. and smell, and the heat. Oh, he's so bad. So creepy. Oh. And so taboo. I think he might be, if he's not my most hated, like, anime villain. Oh, man. He's and he killed it. There. He killed it. Like, the, the writing in that puts him so over the top that you are forced to hate that character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you don't hate that character... You should hate yourself. Like yeah, there's really, something right? wrong with you. Because yeah. I uh, mean, and even the uh, the end parking lot scene. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, I I poor death. I poor violence. Like I, I am not about it. I was about that scene. Let me yeah, tell you. Like, I was, yeah. yeah, no, that I was get one that. of my favorite scenes of the second like, I, get, arc, yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I will say I'm going to come back to you and ask you a couple questions about yeah, sword yeah. art. And but I will say that for me. I am chomping at the bit to get into the next part. I can lend uh, you that I, I'm, tonight. <laughs> I, I am going to. I'm going to steal it if you don't. Absolutely. Um, and then I, I'm just very excited to, uh, again, move on to the second arc and kind of hopefully answer, or not second arc, second excuse season. me, second season, and kind of answer some of those open-ended questions that I feel like I have before I start just launching into, but what about this? I don't understand this. I, you know, yeah. everything seems to get, um, they There's do a good job of button. Yeah, you told me about that. So let it's me very ask you. Servicey though, so uh, eh. yeah. So I'm not sure. It's not, it's about not essential. I mean, it has some extra stuff, like, but it's not essential. So okay, have to watch. It. Well, well, I might fill that in after the second season yeah. and kind of play with it that way. Um, let me ask you. Okay. So, outside of the episodes you already talked about, is there one that just stood out to you as your favorite episode of the first? Yeah. 40, is it 48? The, there's 40, there, 24 and 24 on each arc, right? Yeah, 24 and 24. So yeah, of the 48. first 48, what yeah. is your favorite episode? Oh, man. Follow-up question, which world do you prefer? I agree. Okay, so Sword Art Online, just for all the non-listeners. Uh, yes. or <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I'm, Sword Art Online is the first arc is his preferable video game yes. world, and I would 100% agree with 100%. you. 100%. 100% I, honestly... Even knowing that it's a death game, I oh. might go in that game still. Oh man! Oh, that scene. That was oh, my yeah. Okay, we'll get back to that because okay, okay. I want to get there. Favorite, favorite episode. Um, yeah. Let's see. That's real tough. I love the episode. I'm a big Kirito and Asuna. Okay. As a couple fan. Very good. Very good. Very good. So I think my favorite episode is the episode as uh, the Ragu Rabbit episode. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, I know exactly what yes. you're talking about. That uh, was a very that was very uh, formative for their relationship, though. For sure, for sure. I just uh, yeah, I like the you know their uh, relationship kind of develops around food. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, yes. Uh, you know, and I love the cooking. And that game is so, so masterful. Yeah, <laughs> so easy. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, so good. But, uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite episode. I'm not sure if this is the same episode, but I really like the scene after Kirito almost dies. Okay. And she has the misunderstanding about what he wants. So they're having tea, and then she thinks that one thing's going to happen, but he meant another thing. Uh, okay. I, I found that very funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember that. There's yeah. there's quite a few uh, great episodes in that, and uh, I will just say that 
Things are implied. Things are definitely implied. Things are very much implied. And, uh, There's actually a... Uh, so this is based <laughs> off of a, a light novel series, so okay. a book series. And I think... I'm pretty sure it was the author of the series wrote like a an extra chapter about like their honeymoon night <laughs> or okay. something like that. Some like, you know, very adult chapter. I haven't read it or anything. Right, so okay. No idea, okay. Yeah, and I mean, I remember we we were at my house watching it after a game night recently, yeah. and I just kept looking at you like, so many implications. <laughs> so that was my term, like, was, so yeah. many implications. It's when they're in their vacation home, and, and she's just like lying in bed with him. Just like chilling out, like... They're definitely implying that something happened right before this. Right before. Like, they were not They were not ashamed to say, like, we're really implying that they just got done, and that's why they're here now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for all our young listeners, we're not going to go into details, but just watch the show. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. But now is the real question, and you just hit on it. <laughs> I want to ask you, if given the opportunity, yes, and not that world... But just any MMO world that you're, you know, we've talked about Blade and Soul, we've talked about Lord of the Rings Online, we've talked about a lot of online games. Oh, man. What if game? you could enter that game in a full dive capacity. Full dive capacity. Knowing that it, if you die in the game. You die in real life. You die in real life. And the only time that you're out of game is, let's say, a sleep. No, you know what? No, I'm not going to go into that. I'm going I'm to call it. I'm going to call it full dive, just like sword art. You can never escape. Yeah. Ooh, man. Would you enter that game? And if so, what would be the absolute conditions that you would want? And then what would be a deal breaker? What would be a deal breaker? Obviously, knowing that if you die in the game, you die in real life. That's a pretty big deal breaker. See, even then, like I don't know, like the maybe it's weird. It's probably weird. It's very much weird. No, I think let's let's talk I about like the fact that you know that's an ever-present danger. Okay. I think it really adds to the. I don't know how to say it, like. Excitement of the world. Sure. Sure. The because if you're going to be stuck in a game forever, or not forever, just you know until you beat it. Until you beat it, or someone beats it. Exactly. Um, just having, like, I imagine, just like any other game, it's going to get stale, probably, mm -hmm. eventually. But if you have something that, you know, is forcing you to continue on, and that's, you know, forcing you to play a certain way, then, uh, then you probably, you know, would otherwise play differently. Right, okay. I don't know. I just, I would probably, I would choose Sword Art, even if it was a death game. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Oh, man. you played a lot more MMOs than I have. I have. I have. And I, I have to say that 10 years ago, Nate would probably be in the same situation that you're in right now. And I would, uh, I would say unabashedly I would join you in the game. Uh, present Nate, who <laughs> has a, as we discussed the last podcast, has a lovely wife who is amazing in every way. I could never do that to her. Yeah, I could no, never sure. put myself in that kind of a, a situation. Absolutely. Yeah, and, I mean, a single guy. I don't have those kind of attachments. No, no, I, understandable. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, and so I, I think that I, I'm weighing my present reality 
way, way more severely than I think I would if I had the unattachments. Because I, 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 on the the desire level to go in a full dive game and yeah. join you, and man, we would. Oh, <laughs> Me and you start you're, playing. You're, you're talking. You're talking my jam. Um, now, having said that, I just don't think I could do it now. Yeah. Uh, sure. If I could go into maybe like an Alfheim version, though, gotcha. would I be all about a full dive, log on, non death? Yeah, dude, yeah. I, I'd be all about that. What if you were stuck in the game for two years? No. Like, no? Um, so the stuck in the game part is the deal yeah. breaker. For and again, are we, you know, there, there's caveats to that. So the deal breaker would be I can't log off. Now, what if Katie was in the game? Was in the game with you. That would change it because then I'm with my wife, who exactly. I, I love and adore, and I would, as long as I'm with her, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she knows that my, my personality, and, and you guys all know this. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know Ralph's not here, Ian's not here tonight, but like everybody knows my personality. I am all about the adventure, mm-hmm. and you know, as long as I'm with my wife, the adventure takes place wherever we go. Yeah. And so, if she's on board, even for the death game, I'm in. Yeah. So, so where my wife goes. Whether it's a death game or you not, would go? I would go. Absolutely, and man. Take we would have some good times. <sighs> Let me tell you, we'd have we would have some good times. But um, right now, no, I, I don't. I, I just don't think I could. I, I don't. I don't see myself being um, drawn to that, you know. And, and I think it's a, again kind of comes back to our virtual reality conversation. Yeah. Um, and just you know, kind of touching on what we talked about last podcast is just you know, life is so full and so in depth. That I don't want the falsehood of something else taking its place. Gotcha. And I'm not saying that virtual reality or a full dive game is false. And I'm throwing up air quotes just so everybody gets it. <laughs> um, I'm saying that I would prefer our world as it is currently, even to a beautiful masterpiece as Sword Art or Alfheim Online. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would prefer that currently. Gotcha. Is that going to be my answer five years from now? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? You know, and as as virtual reality takes, you know, each step forward, my answer gets a little more towards the virtual reality <laughs> side. I'm like, because even, uh, what was that video? We, we just had it up uh, the other day. It came from Upworthy. Yeah. The, and, uh, yeah, we're talking about virtual reality and, and literally like a week later... They're, we see a video. They're using it in hospitals to yeah. give patients, you know... Exactly what we were talking experiences about. Experiences that they won't otherwise yeah. experience. People who, who can't obtain, you know, vacations because they're hindered, whether they're, it's travel restrictions or physical limitations or, or what have you, virtual reality opens the doors and the possibilities for these people to, to grasp a little piece of something of the unobtainable. And I think that that... That is the majesty of virtual reality that, that I will forever be a supporter of. Yeah. And I, I mean, I lit up ear to ear, just biggest smile when I got that post from you. It was like, man, and, and we'll put the link up so people yeah, can see I'll it. We're not it just, for sure. you know, we're not just uh, blowing smoke, but it was, <laughs> it was truly like you hear the people and they go, oh my gosh, I just saw a shark swim by me. And yeah. it's like, you're never going to get that in any other world and so as as we begin to go down that path of virtual reality as it's yeah. becoming more and more applicable as it's becoming more and more of a again air quotes love you guys um, <laughs> a, a reality for people who can't 
even grasp that reality yeah. as they lie in a bed or as, as they have cancer-riddled bodies and, and these things that just are destroying people's lives to give them that piece of magic and that piece of wonderment. I'm all for it, man. Yeah. And so, you know, kind of tying the two together, if we get to a full-dime system mm-hmm. and we're able to log off, oh, you can believe I'm going to be there. <laughs> yeah. You can believe so, that I'm going to be about that. With, uh, you know, virtual reality, you know, set, or you know, gear and stuff releasing later this year. We've got Oculus coming up soon. Yep. Um, the HTC is coming up soon. They haven't announced the uh, Sony one yet um, when that's going to release. But when do you think you will buy your first headset? Or do you plan on at some I, point I buying do. it? I think that... You know, just like every great stride in um, video games, like, I didn't gravitate to the first-gen Xbox and PlayStation. Okay. Excuse me, not PlayStation. My my bad. The first-gen Xbox initially did not appeal to me. Okay. Because we already had the PlayStation. Gotcha. And there was not a drastic difference, in my opinion... From this thing called PlayStation okay. to an Xbox. Now, was there? Yeah. And you could argue, all right, yeah, it was better and had this and that. And all this. And we're talking, this was a while back. And I just, you know, I wasn't into it and things cost a lot of money. And so for me, I, I look at those two things. How much is it going to cost me and what am I going to gain as the benefit? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, we sat on our Xbox 360s and our PlayStation 3s for how long? And we were bored with them. And we were over it. And we're like, man, it feels like they haven't upgraded this in so long. And then all of a sudden, they're like, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Xbox One! And I go, that's this, see? Like, they're making strides, and then they... And we had a long conversation about this. Then they backpedaled because they were talking about all digital, all cloud computing. Always online. Always on. And then they were like, oh, the world's not ready for this. The world's freaking out. We're going to pull back. And I went, all right, I'm I'm actually kind of bummed. Yeah, I was bummed. And I had already pre-ordered. I know you had already pre-ordered. Like, everyone I knew had already pre-ordered. Under the assumption that's the system. The system of the future is what we're getting. Yeah. So to answer your question about virtual reality... When it feels like it is a system of the future, gotcha. and it is not astronomically expensive, and I and right there, your little head roll, like, oh, uh, that's my point. Yeah. Like, when it truly feels like I'm getting something of the future, and, and I'm willing to pay for it. Like, trust me, I'm oh, willing me too. to pay yeah, me too. a good chunk of money for it. But currently, the Oculus is nothing more than a fanciful VR system. Yeah. And, and again... If you're into that, great. That's not me. I want something not, and again, I'm not saying I need, uh, like, I believe it's a nerve gear. Nerve gear. Nerve gear in the sword art online world. I don't need, I don't need a nerve gear. I don't need a full dime system just yet, but I need something more than just, look, I can turn my head. The end. Yeah. I need, I need it to be more intuitive and more, uh, encapsulating and captivating than what we currently have on the market. And definitely for a lot less money than what they're throwing out there. Because yeah, I mean, the, these systems are way too much money. I think the HTC is like $600. Mm-hmm. The Oculus is 800 Now, granted, it comes with more than just the headset. Obviously, obviously. It comes with, you know, the... Uh, 
the beacons that you put in the room, the controller, I think, at least in the Oculus sense. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what PlayStation uh, VR is going to be, because I think it's the only one that's going to be System exclusive capable, right? to a console. Yeah. Because, yeah, both Oculus and HTC are computer. And, and again, and here's, here's the... I guess this is a much more applicable um, analogy. Not even an analogy, just a reference point is like when we first had the Connect. Yeah. I didn't buy that thing. Like no one bought that thing. I bought that thing. Well, okay, well, not, not, not right away. Sixty. I it came with my one, so. But I that's different. That's different. It's true. And and so, but this is my point though. The first gen Connect. Yeah. Was garbage. Yeah. And all it did was play Connect only games where. It's like, oh look! If you dip your shoulder and do that, like yeah. it was a very, it was a very rudimentary system where you're kind of like, that's kind of a waste of money. <laughs> like it was like 150 dollars. Yeah, it was thing, super expensive for what it was, and you had to buy games only applicable for that. And that's where I'm hoping, you know, now if you look at the Connect, I mean, look at its full capabilities, and it's and it's not quite there yet. They don't even sell it with consoles anymore. That's my point. Yeah. It's an add-on now at this point. And, and what I'm saying is like, you know, the voice activation and things like that that it can do are so much better than where it began. For sure. And it's still not done. No. I mean, let's be honest. It's still not good. It's still not great. But that's where I think VR is right now is I think it's Connect 1 level. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. I can, I can see where you're trying to go with yeah. this. But when you come out with this, there's going to be a, a very like minute set of games that can apply to it. Yeah. Or even the games that do apply to it are not going to utilize full functionality. And then you're going to have to rechange your system and retool it, and then the games are going to change, and then it's going to become more defined. And I think within five years, we're going to see a very close to full dive VR system. I hope so. Very close. That's that's the dream, man. That's but, the dream. For yeah, now, I, was, I, don't, I don't see it. I, I was looking, don't. you know, I've been having some issues with my computer, so I've been looking at, you know, upgrading some of the stuff on my computer. Right. And I was, you know, trying to be kind of forward-thinking and, like, you know, if I'm going to dive into VR at some point, I should probably maybe look at getting... The kind of graphics card I'm going to need, mm-hmm. the kind of you know memory, the CPU. Right, you're, you're looking at you're looking at the system of the future. And it's like the graphics card I'm going to need is like six hundred dollars. And see, and and that to me blows me away because I'm like, the graphics card is six hundred dollars, the set is six hundred dollars minimum. Yeah. And then you have no games that fully utilize either. <laughs> and that kills me. And that's why, I, I'm telling you, it's too expensive for what you get out of it. For the normal consumer, absolutely. For and, and like I said, if you're full into it, I support it. I'll yeah. probably come check it out. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm, I'm very curious about what PlayStation, PlayStation is going to do. Because it's going to have to be able to work with the PlayStation 4. Right, exactly. And I have that. So that one intrigues me. I think I would be willing to spend the, I don't know... It's like two fifty, right? They haven't announced the price yet. Okay. So even if it was like you know four hundred dollars, I don't know. See, I've heard I've heard that there's a two fifty mark right now. Okay. And then possibly a three. 
Okay. So, and I could be wrong because I think it's going to be based on equipment more than anything else. Gotcha. And so it could even go up from that. I don't know, but yeah, that was I, the first I, I would be I willing to spend about four hundred dollars. That's that's on a, good a, a VR headset for PlayStation. You know, even if it is the Gen One one, just right. to and and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that there is a market for it mm-hmm. if you put it in a place that you don't need to spend additional income on hardware. Yeah. I think that if you you know, if you're spending the money on the equipment and then the software is already built into everything, you know, cool, great. great. Yeah. Boom, you're done. Go play the game. Yeah. But I, and and that's why I struggle with it in a practical consumer market because Xbox really doesn't seem like they're very close. Oh, well, they don't even have a that's what I'm saying. So they've got HoloLens, which is AR, but but that's very different and we're that, not did you hear how much the development kit for that thing is going to cost? No. It was like $3,000, I think. Why? Why would any... Never mind. <laughs> never mind. I could... Never mind. <laughs> I, that literally upsets me to my core because I'm sitting there going, dude, I could buy an Xbox, a PlayStation. Upgrade your computer. An Xbox, a PlayStation. Upgrade my computer. Buy 100 games. Sell 100 games. Literally quit gaming for two years. Still save money. And not be dumb and buy AR. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. no. Like, at, at that price point. I'm not saying AR is dumb, but at that price that, point, that I mean, is that dumb. I mean, that could be wrong. I mean... I hope you're wrong. <laughs> um, let's move on to something fun. Let's, well, I, before that, okay. why don't we go ahead and take a little break. Ooh, a break and break. And uh, we'll grab some fresh drinks, maybe some halftime specials. Mm. And, uh We'll be back to talk about some more fun stuff. So. All right, then. Yeah. So, until then. And we are back. <laughs> I forgot I do it a little Yeah, little. you do the little <laughs> Um. So... We're back. We have we our are. drink in front of us. We do have a, a, we a lovely special a picked drink. up a random person off the street and decided to give him some of said beverage. Yeah, you know, it's really weird if you go out on the street, and I, I encourage all people to do this, and just carry around alcoholic beverage and just ask a random passerby, hey man, do you want to come home with me and drink this? I guarantee you, you'll be fine. Don't ever. You'll do make that. friends. Don't ever do that. <laughs> oh, that's not safe. I mean, are you sure? Uh, I feel like we're doing it right. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, I would like to welcome my good friend Brandon. Hello. Who has Hello. been on the podcast before, but it has been oh, a very. It's been like. A year or something oh, like that. It's been over two years. It was over two years since we did the last because one. Because you were on one of the last podcasts before we went on hiatus, which was right as I met my now wife. Oh, what? oh my gosh. Good right? Luck, That's so long so ago. Long ago. Life happens, and it happens quick. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. But Welcome, sir. Yeah. Welcome. I'm glad you could uh, join us for the second glad half of this here. thing. Um, would you like to introduce the drink that we are having? I would evening? love to. It looks like, well, as there it goes. a cap. Uh, it looks like we have been provided an Atlas hard cider, which is a hard apricot cider, and this is out of Bend, Oregon, and let me tell you, it smells delicious. It smells so, like an apricot. Atlas hard cider company. God, it smells uh, let's, so good. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. 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 Cheers
in my little You're plastic cup. Logan, <laughs> Logan, you guys didn't notice, but Logan gave me the cheap plastic kids cup. <laughs> <laughs> These guys got nice glasses and uh -huh. things, and here you go, here's your glass. Yeah, yeah we gave them, I didn't. Logan <laughs> absolutely literally hands me a whiskey glass. It's fine, it's nice, it's heavy, it's sturdy. It's everything you want in a glass, and then he goes, here, Brandon, here's this blue plastic cup because I know that you won't handle it well. Hey, no, no, it's just, I'm lazy. Shut, I'm just lazy. Yeah, he is lazy. He literally said, I'm not going out in the garage to get another one. Yeah. Here, use this. That's like 100 steps. Oh, I this is that. wonderful. This is really good. It's okay. <laughs> it's not my kind of cider. It's really it, true. Yeah, we've had this conversation. I like a really nice, dry, but yet airy and refreshing cider. Yeah, this is pretty Logan dry. loves him a sweet, yeah, not dry full body. Yeah. yeah, it smells way better than it tastes, in my opinion. I think it's. Uh, I think it smells and tastes wonderful. I was wow, gonna say wow. uh, probably top ten ciders I've ever had, and I've okay. had a lot. Yeah, wow. this is really good. Well, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Yeah, whatever. It's a bold statement too. Apparently, I made me and my dad made the best cider he's ever had. Yep, really. Or the did you try? It? No. Did you get a chance? There, there's a little bit. I think we have a little bit left. Oh, and I'm not sure how it holds up now that it's been a while. How but long has it been? <clears throat> a month, something like that. No, it's been longer than that. A month and a half. I don't know. It it's been a while. Be, it might be good. Who knows? Um, but it, it's like. It's just perfectly refreshing. Really? It's got good flavor. It's not overly sweet. It's kind of got that like good like dry bite in the back of your throat, so huh. you just want to keep drinking. Super refreshing, and they both hate it. So I no, was like, my dad what? likes it. My dad likes it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. My dad likes it. It's more um, for you too. It is. The next cider, I, next cider I make is going to be like a sugar fest. It's gonna yeah, it's, gonna, <laughs> it's just going to be a sugar bomb. I'm going to take a sip, and I'm like, nope. Liquid sugar with yeah. some hint of apple. Cider, Maybe and right. a little bit of liquor. And, and that's the problem with most ciders is they just taste like juice to me. Whereas I want a cider that tastes like a beer y Dude, I could not drink hoppy cider. the baked apple cider. At the oh. plastic pub. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's forever. That's really I'll give you that. Forever that one's really good. That one's really good. Have you, have you uh, picked up a growler from that yet? I feel like oh, I, I haven't been down there in a while, but well, every we, time I go down there, I do. Yeah. We, uh, we did uh, the last time. I, th I remember at least you were there. Well, we know. I know we did it for something say, for you. For it you, was for your, for your bachelor, bachelor, bachelor party. party. That's what it was. Yeah. And then we party. went for my birthday in November. Yes. Yeah. You. Yeah. That's right. Where's my phone call? Oh, uh, well, you know. I, well, to be honest, I didn't know all those people were showing up. I That's had fair. like, I, it was. I think it was just you. It was me and, and Ian. 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 That was the. They were the only two that I knew were coming, and then they showed up in Jarrett Mossy. Oh, everyone else. The whole crew nice. was there. The whole crew showed up. Yeah. Nice. It was crazy. Yeah, we went to... Uh, whole crew, as I'm being left out. Yeah, the, the, the important people. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, okay. You get married and you literally just get thrown in the grave. You're like, you're never invited. <laughs> no. We don't care. We don't like you. It's not true. It's not true, Nate. <laughs> it's all right. I'm old. Yeah. Whatever. Uh. So the first thing I see when I wake up this morning, I'm going to kind of go out of okay. order a little bit here, is... Mr. Brandon right here, hey. texting me, oh my god, have you seen the new Civil War trailer? Oh, well done. That's, that's like, the way you started more. The, be the best part is, is I had already been up for like four hours before that, so it, yeah. it dropped and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to tell someone, who do I yeah. tell? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I got to watch it at work with no sound on, Yeah. Oh. and so it was like, 
I still think this is the greatest thing right? ever. Yeah. Because you just see the characters being released, and it's like, oh man. More more close up shots and of uh, all the characters, like you see in more of uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. Ant Man has a little bit more of a, a screen showing in yeah. the, the trailer. Uh, you're getting uh, the Vision, Scarlet Witch. You get kind of little uh, snapshots of each and every one of them. Yeah. Uh, that I think is a big part of. The Civil War. Anthony Mackie was the only one that I don't think I saw. Was he the the silver? He's the, Falcon. The, Falcon. That's yeah, he's Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. I don't. Think oh, he. he was, but he was sitting him. in the conference well, room shaking had, his head. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he kind of had a huge part in the first trailer, though. He had some yeah, really epic moves, like those spin kick things. That yeah, he did. yeah, that's true. You know, he kind of had a more integral. I think that yeah, integral, maybe like they've moved part. on because same thing well, with uh, seen that one. Winter Soldier they and Anthony Mackie are kind of both. Bit players in this new yeah. trailer. You know, they, had, they had to cut him for a really important character in this trailer. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get to that. The okay. end character. The end character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, so let's talk, let's talk about it because see, I have seen every Marvel film and I love where they're heading with it. And I think that I've also I don't know if you guys have read the Civil War graphic novel. I think it's no, phenomenal. It. Um, so let me ask you, what are you most excited for out of this film? I think for me, like one of the cool things I've always loved, like you when you like Marvel's probably one of my favorites. I mean, for example, Deadpool's my favorite character, like hands down. Um, but one of the things I've always loved about like these superhero style uh, movies is you get to see all their separate, you know, uh, tales and things, and then when they all have one big collaboration, you're like, oh, look at all of them <laughs> together. They're so cool. Like it, it's it's so cool to see every single one of them all in the same yeah. like scenes and the same story like that that just makes me like a little kid i'm like oh those are my favorite characters that's why you know? the avengers was so good yeah, yeah. exactly so like, good it just kind of has like you hear all these um separate stories and they have them all come together and I, i'm just excited about that and the story is intense yeah, yeah. see that's the thing that i like because i know nothing about the universe really okay i've missed the last couple movies i haven't seen like i was telling you earlier i haven't seen iron man 3 haven't seen the last Avengers movie, which yeah. I'll, I haven't. Which, I, I haven't seen Winter Soldier yet. Um, I, I saw Winter Soldier. One, I, some people have told me that Winter Soldier is, is like one of the best Marvel movies. Well, you're going to have to watch that before. I should, yeah. You, you're going to have yeah, to. Yeah, so I will, I will say homework for both of you. <laughs> you absolutely oh, have to watch Age of Ultron yeah. because it directly leads into what this one's about. Uh -huh. Yeah. I'm, and like, that's yeah, a yeah, no, for sure. Like, for sure. And then sadly for you... Sadly. Winter Soldier is also, like, those two movies are 100% direct tie-ins to why what is happening why in this movie is, is happening. happening. Yeah. Um, I mean, they hint at it at the end of it, the Avengers film, which I believe you saw yeah, Age of Ultron. I've seen, I've seen both. That where Captain America is going. Yeah. Which is the tie-in to this. Yeah. But you miss out why that's important if you don't see Winter Soldier. It, yeah. Um, and then I would just say that Captain America: Winter Soldier is probably the best action film that <laughs> has really come good. out. Not not superhero hero film, like best action film really? that's come out in the last. I think there's been better stuff that's come out, but when it came out, it, yeah, it was at, just, the, at the time, it was yeah. one of the best. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's spot on. Yeah. But so. like I was saying, I think that the. We talked a little bit about this earlier. The yeah. what Superman versus Batman did wrong 
Yes. They are doing very much right, and that they are yeah. keeping that tension. I don't know if there is some, you know, other bad guy, or if there will be some other bad guy. But like the fact that we have two, you know, beloved superheroes that are going to be duking it out, essentially, right? And that actually has, you know, meaning. Well, and and let me let me fill in the gap there on the conversation that didn't happen on the podcast. Yes. What we were saying earlier and maybe Brandon can chime in on this, is that what went so very wrong with Batman versus Superman, which is coming out very shortly, is that they basically outed that that movie is supposed to be two superheroes going, whoa, hello, yeah. so many noises, um, <laughs> two superheroes battling it out, you know, Superman versus Batman. And then in the midst of the trailer that they drop, at the end of the trailer, they're all buddy-buddy fighting against Doomsday. Yeah. Okay, so your movie's named Batman versus Superman. Up until the end. But even in your trailer, you're fighting together. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, where did Marvel go right? In this trailer, they're fighting against each other. There's one, if you're paying attention, there's one villain throughout the entire trailer. And it's just a literal, like, two second. Very short. And and he's a bit villain at that. So, and that doesn't give anything away. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, if you didn't catch it, I'm not going to spoil there's it. There's a lot that goes on in uh, in Civil War. Like, there's some huge stuff that's supposed to happen. Yep. So, it's like huge spoiler. So, it's not really something that you should talk about. Right. At this point, because it's not been released, we're not going to say too much. But, but if you watch the trailer and you pay attention, there is one villain and it's a snapshot, and it's not a giveaway. Yeah. And it's a pretty tough catch if you're not paying attention. Yeah. So, um, But, I, like, back to your point, that's the whole point that I like that Marvel is just like, we're not going to tell you. Yeah. Whereas DC is like, actually, we want By you to come way, see the movie, so we're just going to tell you how it's pretty much going to end. You mean, like, uh, seeing... Uh, there's, there's so many times where you see these trailers come out for these movies. I... I don't mean this in a bad way because I, I, I love Star Wars, but the Star Wars trailers were giving so many glimpses of, of so many sections of the movies. It's yeah. like, all right, well, I've practically seen how the movie goes. Now it's just filling in the gaps, which, you know, that that's not to say that that's the way that it right. goes, but it just seems to be that's how the trailers sometimes go either oh, wrong yeah. or right. Yeah. But I don't know. And I, and I would agree with you. I think that... Um, Star Wars trailers were deliberately trying to throw us off the scent because so many people were Easter egg hunting and trying to find out as much oh, as yeah. they could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whereas with like the Marvel films, I think people want to be pleasantly surprised oh, because... Like today, this morning. Right. And Whereas I think DC is still trying to play catch-up to the Marvel Universe and yeah. say, well, we want you to come see the movie, so we don't want you to be shocked by anything so we want to kind of give you the whole layout of the film mm-hmm. that's a big problem for most comic book fans most nerd aficionados most people who enjoy cinema period yeah they don't want to know don't tell me <laughs> that the movie is called batman versus superman the dawn of justice yeah okay right there in your title you're kind of giving it away to anyone who's ever picked up a comic book yeah. and heard of this little tiny thing that they might do a few things with on like Cartoon Network yeah. or anything called... Oh, I don't know. The Justice League? Yeah. All right, we're not dumb. We get it. They're going to get together. They're going to fight something. You don't have to show us the villain that connects them. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's... 
Save it for the film. Like, just save it. We would have been yeah. pleasantly surprised in the film. Like, I feel like it would be more than pleasantly surprised. It'd be one of those, oh, oh, oh yeah. Right. Like that kind of thing. But now we, know, we know how they make Doomsday. Yeah. Yeah. We know who fights Doomsday. Like, they literally the, show you details. everything leading yeah. up to that. Like, that is such a killer to a movie. Yes. Whereas, let's go back to the Marvel trailer. What do we know about it? Well, we know... We don't even know, ultimately, why there's a civil war. I mean, we... We do. You, you do, but you... But not really. Yeah. You do, but to an extent. But you... But is that an assumption? It's an assumption, that... for sure. I don't know, for sure. But I have... But know, isn't that way more fun? It is. To well, assume. see, that's, that's, that's what gets people's like, right. heads rolling and, like... The, just their thoughts going like, oh, well, but what is it? And then, then like, I think this is kind of a, a good marketing thing. You're like, well, which side are you on? Are you Team Captain yeah, America, that, Team yeah. Iron Man? Yeah. I was surprised. I was surprised at the number. Like, who are you? Oh, Team Cap or Team Iron? Oh, man. We got to get to the end character before I can okay. tell you yeah. 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 Okay. Do we want to talk about him? What, let's let's finish the conversation yeah. and then we'll end with that. And then we'll, because I, I can't tell you who side I'm on because I have to tell you why I'm on that side. Okay. <laughs> so. So what do you want to talk about, talk about before we get there? Yeah, we can just jump there. I'm good. Are you Brandon? No. I mean, but there is one thing I wanted to say. Okay. That's going to kind of be a tangent. We'll, we'll come back. We haven't heard anything about Rogue One. No. Nothing yet. The new well, Star Wars. Like Star Wars tiny, 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 tiny snippets yeah. of like screen caps and stuff like that. And yeah, I know we've talked a little bit about it before, okay. even earlier today, and I, you know, thinking about it, thinking about what we talked about in our conversation right now, I kind of want them to not release any trailers. Yeah, for that I could see that because um, I don't want to. I I have you know as someone who's read all of the you know now tossed aside yeah, extended universe expanded universe books yes. the Nazi Germany books that yeah. we used to love and yeah exactly right that are now burning you in know, a pile of I, I childhood know, memories I know what Rogue One is yeah. I know the story behind it yeah um, but I just I want I, I don't want to know anything well I mean I and that's, that, that can be something that you like personally go into like I'm not gonna watch any trailers. I'm not gonna oh, like so hard. Oh no no I I totally agree with you. And I was so on the hard. same boat for Star Wars. Yeah. And then I saw the first one, and I I just had to see the first one. And I was like All right, <laughs> I, I I, I oh, can't do this. <laughs> that Millennium Falcon, dude. That Millennium Falcon though. <laughs> but I mean, I I I mean we kind of each have a, our own understanding of Rogue One. But I'm in the yeah. same boat like. I don't want to have any trailers or anything like that. They're going to still do them. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, they're still going to do them. But, oh, man, I'm but so could you imagine, like, you know... Yeah. Just, by the way, oh, here's this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, but... I don't know how they're going to approach it because, one, it is slated for the end of this year. Yeah. And yeah. we had already had... I mean, if we just compare timelines for just Star Wars... Just Star Wars. We had teaser trailers... An entire year yeah. in yeah. advance for the release of Star Wars. Yeah. What have you seen from Rogue One? Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And you we showed are, me some picture earlier. There's just earlier. some screen caps or some. There's uh, basically. Small photos. Well, I I think it's legitimately a. Uh, I don't remember what news article company got like the the exclusive rights to like publishing Star Wars pictures and interviews and things like that. But mm-hmm. that company put up docked photos of Rogue One. Yeah. And the cast 
to a certain extent. And they don't have a lot. No. Um, we don't know a lot about right. it. We, we yeah. know the assumption is that it is the events about the stealing of the original Death Star plans. So mm. pre-episode four or episode one, if you're a good human being. <laughs> um, so if, if that's true, then I think they really don't need a lot. Because I think depending on what they're trying to get out of it is the most important question. Mm-hmm. Most people are not excited for it. Rogue One? For Currently, Rogue. yeah. I mean, oh, not wow. on the same, like, if, okay, let's compare Star Wars, Civil War, and Rogue One. Well, I think hype-wise, there's more... Uh, no, more... no, I, okay, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. But honestly, personally, yeah, I'm way more a Star Wars fan than a... Comic book. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. No, no, and I'm, Wait, not, I'm not just speaking yeah, yeah. of which. We've done on a long tangent off of the reason how oh, we're yeah. about the Marvel Sorry. thing. We should let's, okay. let's put a pin in Marvel. We'll come back to Rogue One because that's. I think it's a deeper issue than what you're trying to. Do. <laughs> deeper <laughs> yeah, it's a issue, quote unquote. Because <laughs> I, I just don't. I, I think it's more important than what people are leading it on, and I think that's why they're not showing us trailers. Is yeah. they're going to drop something six months out. Oh, yeah. And it's going to blow people's minds. Oh, I bet. And then all of a sudden, we're going to see nonstop. You think it's going to be like May 4th? Possibly. I don't know. So. Seems like the Star Wars holiday. (laughs) Yeah, not to keep jumping around on people, but back to the the Captain America. Too late. (laughs) That's all right, whatever. Um, What I'm super excited about and have been dying for for years and years, enough of. The desecration of my favorite superhero, Spider-Man. <laughs> and at the end of the Civil War trailer, Iron Man, as only Iron Man can, in his snarky little shithead voice goes, what is he, uh, help me, Undies is what he calls him, right? Undies. Uh, I, I don't remember that. <sighs> I, yeah. Or Underoos. 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 And out pops Spider-Man, stealing Captain America's shield. Dude. And then he says, hey guys. <laughs> and they cast a teenager. 19. Who's, well, he's 19. He's a teenager who looks young, who has that, even in his tonality, in just his quick little opening statement. Yeah, it sounds like, real young. Finally. <laughs> the, finally. The teenage a Spider-Man, Spider-Man that just like hits it. Yeah, that's on point. And I'm not saying that all the other Spider-Mans... Or the worst thing ever. I loved Andrew Garfield as yeah. Spider-Man and Peter Parker. I mean, I thought he meant, I thought he did a great job as Peter Parker. I thought, you know, even Tobey Maguire had some admirable qualities as Spider-Man. You know, he had kind of that, like, dopey, uh, kind of, like, lovable feature that you want in a Spider-Man character. Yeah. But I, th- I feel like they all just kind of missed something. And I'm really hoping that now that Sony has not lost Spider-Man, but has kind of come back to... Big Marvel and Disney and said, you know what? You take it. Just, just d- take this. Yeah. Let us use him still. Let us make movies with you. Yeah. I'm hoping that this Spider-Man is the Spider-Man that we've all wanted. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's my Dude, team. Dude, okay. So but you're that, team... I am team Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> team Spider-Man. Dude, but that suit though. That suit looks good. It looks super good. It oh, looks a so lot good. like the comics. And then the thing that caught my eye the most, pun intended, was the fact that his eyes, eyes moved. Yeah, I noticed that. 
Which is like, I was like, oh, dude, that's really sweet. But it also kind of makes it like, so is he like, kind of like a, like a mix of tech within his suit now? Well, that and that's why I'm wondering, are, are they doing the incredible Spider-Man or, and again, sorry. We don't know. Nerdy Spider-Man coming out, because there's the Spider-Man that is very tech-oriented with web shooters. Well, on top of that, did you see the bands that he had on his wrists? And that's what I think it is. Yeah. So I think that that's the Spider-Man. I think we are actually going to get the amazing Spider-Man mixed with a little bit of the incredible Spider-Man and yeah. kind of meshed together where it's like, okay. The he's best very, of both worlds. Right. Kind of thing. And definitely not a Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yeah. I think that still needs to happen at some point. <laughs> and if you guys don't know what I mean, look it up. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Danny, uh, what's his name? Um, anyway. Yeah, unfortunately, African American Spider Man. Okay, he's one of literally the best written Spider Mans, and he's one of the coolest. Has great attitude. It's a great comic hmm. book Spider Man. I just feel like that's where they should have gone with this one, and just departed from the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield style of Spider Man. We've seen that so often. Yeah. That story's been written so many different times in exactly. so many different ways. You know? Give us, give us the Miles Morales Spider Man. The guy who takes over for Peter Parker Spider-Man. Like, that would have been just a great approach to that. That actually, it would have been a good transition going from, like, an right. Andrew Garfield uh, Spider-Man to you're a in, new one. You're in a new universe, you're in with all these other characters, but I don't feel like they wanted to depart just yet because we've got some core, you know, well, they kind core of, characters they, they, that in, haven't in departed. A way, in a way, I kind of feel like they're building the character back up, not necessarily, like, from scratch, because obviously there's been a ton of Spider-Man right. movies, but, like, this is kind of like the first one in that whole Marvel universe in like tied together with all the characters we've been yeah. watching over the past years right. and years. So it's kind of like a I bet you they'll they might switch things around maybe. I don't know. It's it's too it's too early to tell. But either way, it was such a cool thing. I was I was in class <laughs> and I saw the trailer go up and I saw a photo of Spider-Man holding Captain America's shield and I was like, did someone just like poorly photoshop yeah. some Really, like... The, no. Yeah, and, no. and the trailer, I was watching it, and I'm like, that, that seems weird. And then, as it happened, I was like, yes! I'm so excited! Like, All right, oh, well, dude. let me ask you guys. I'm going to go one at a time. Logan? Yes. Which side are you on? Team Cap. Team Cap. Team Cap! Yeah. Do I need to ask why? I like Captain America. And I uh, like... All right. Okay, so the... I'll go a little bit deeper. All right, fair The enough. The thing that I think the movie is about is... Registering heroes and letting heroes have control. And I think that as someone with superhuman abilities, they should have the ability to make decisions okay. on their I see own. Where you're, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Okay. Because the, the reason they were, like, they kind of got in that, uh, like, disagreement was, like, uh, because Iron Man was, or Tony Stark was all for having, like, a... Um, not a legislation, but it's like just like that. a government body for. Yeah. Well, again, the, the part yeah. of the part of your homework, <laughs> go see Angel yeah. Ultron because you can't like again. Big part of where this film is originated from is from those that stories. movie. Yeah. Okay. And literally the conflict in that movie. Yeah. So, okay, you're, you're not wrong. Okay. But you're not right. Okay. Yeah. All right, Brandon. I'm which team, side are you I'm, on? I'm Team Iron Man, man. Team Spider Man. Dude, I Team Spider, Spider Man. I mean, my, my, Spider -Man. Last name, my last name is Parker, and my dad convinced me as I was growing up that I was related to Peter Parker. So, nice. I mean, I yes. kind of grew up with Spider Man, so that's been kind of like the cool thing for me. Yeah. And I've always really enjoyed Tony Stark, and I'm super stoked to see Black Panther. 
Yes. Because there's been like so little like in like this is his first introduction to the Marvel films. Yeah. Which is gonna be really cool. And, and he's gonna get his own film. Yeah, which is gonna be sick as well. Oh, I haven't it's, seen Ant Man either. Ant Man was awesome. I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> Ant Man is one of those like I I think you can watch that movie very much like the very first Iron Man. It's fun, it's whimsical, but yet it has a lot of heart. It's a really well done special effects. Oh yeah, dude, go watch it. But oh, you don't good. need it to watch this. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, so. it'll give you a little bit more of a. Uh, um, I bet you there's going to be some comic relief from him because he had some really funny lines and and, yeah. and and like it was it was good humor. It was really well done and it was entertaining to watch. I loved it. You know who would really add some good humor? Who's that? Deadpool. Deadpool. Ooh. Deadpool. Segway. Segway. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, like that. Probably good. That was a good segue. Yeah. I was gonna go back to your favorite character. No, see, that's not, not quite see, as no, good. Like, no, mine, yeah. mine was more abrupt. Yeah, for sure. I like sure. it. It does go back to my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> We're there anyway. Well done. Uh, have we all seen uh, this small film called The D- Deadpool? The best yes. romance Skull film of 2016? Skull Poople. Skull Poople. I've seen it twice. Skull Poople. I love it. Oh, yeah, it was. That's phenomenal. I, I have to say, that's my favorite movie. Of I, ever? Pretty much. Wow. It was pretty I mean, we've been, we've been waiting for a Deadpool movie for 11 years, really, since yeah. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds has been, like, pushing for it, and, like, mm-hmm. they hinted in it in the comics and kind of things. Like, he's been one of my favorite characters for the longest time. Yeah. This, and, does but, his eyes, do do his, the eyes on his suit, are they, it's like, a little bit of, eyes? It's a, no, no. Okay. So that's a, it's a little bit of both. I I, I watched a, a ton of interviews of with Ryan afterwards, and so he would have a like a camera crew that he would go with, and he would just be on the suit, and he would go take like a couple hours beforehand or okay. like a couple days beforehand, and he's just like, I just need you guys to film me, and I need like to see my reactions, and I see I need to see how much of my facial reactions gotcha. I need to like either overdo it or like if I need to do less because. Obviously, the way that the, most people see Deadpool is, you know, his eyes and his eyebrows are very, very expressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a suit, the, the way they have it, which is, that's not really easy to do. No, for right. sure. So, I mean, there's a there's a good mix of some animation okay. as well as some natural um, emotion. It worked, man. And yeah, very gestures. much. God, dude. Yeah. That movie was so fun. I, so I loved everything about that movie. It was great. Oh. It was so good. I, I, oh, dude. Going to see it the second time, too, there was a lot of stuff that I, you know, I, I caught that I didn't catch. Like, I totally missed um, when he was, um, I can't remember the old lady's name. Um, oh, just his roommate? His yeah. roommate, yeah. The, yeah, <laughs> the crop dust roommate? Yeah, yeah we're just, he's a hashtag drive-by. <laughs> I love that. I missed that the first time. The second oh. time, I was like, oh my god, I totally missed it. That was so great. I love Dude. it. And, uh, man, oh, that, there were so many things in that movie that made me laugh, like, like just Dude, from the beginning of the movie. Nothing the made me laugh as hard as the. I just want you to know, I'm putting on my naughty time, uh, my naughty time pants, and getting on my uh, what did he call it? Masturbation shoes. Squeaky masturbation shoes. Yeah, squeaky masturbation shoes. And he just like, you should go. Yeah, <laughs> I just lost it. And the, here's a movie you should definitely take your wife to. Yeah. I'll tell you the romance in that film. <laughs> Guys, like like within the first notch. thirty minutes, I'm 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 confused. My boyfriend told me this was gonna be a romance movie, but why did he turn that guy into a kebab? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that was and, like, and the breaking of the fourth wall. Beautiful. And the, the so six, not forced. The so not forced. 
The sixteen <laughs> walls, yeah. yeah. Breaking the fourth wall in the yeah, fourth, fourth wall. That's like sixteen <laughs> walls. <laughs> and it was it was very well written and for um Again, my obviously yours is Deadpool. My favorite comic book character, without a doubt, is Spider Man, and Deadpool originated in the Spider Man universe. And so I've I've been watching the really like the growth of Deadpool from this like super sinister but weird villain to this yeah. really comedic, solid, solid anti hero that you're just like, dude, I just love him. Yeah, there's like, it's I just hard, love him. It is so hard not to like him because he's so witty and he's so out of like the ordinary. Yeah. And like you will you you could be watching a film and you could even be watching the Deadpool film and he'll break the wall break the fourth wall just out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, because he knows like, oh well I'm sorry, you you must be getting confused. Let me <laughs> let me restate this. Yeah. Like that kind let of thing. Help like, you out. Yeah. yeah, like um that that's the kind of thing he He's very aware, and there's no one else like him. Like, yeah. he's such a unique character. Well, yeah. and I, I always love the pairings of the Spider-Man, Deadpool comic books. When when I was reading those as a kid growing up, it was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you have, like, the smartest, wittiest, funny superhero yeah. Yeah. in Spider-Man, who is truly, like, he's whimsical, he's fun, yeah. he just, he gets it, and he's just, he's always mocking the villain, and it's just, it's always great. And then you get a villain, like Deadpool, who's literally breaking the fourth wall in the middle of a snarky pun, in the middle of a fight, and you're just like, I don't know what I love more. <laughs> do I love the fight? Do I like the jokes? Or do I like, the, like, I don't even, I just Everything. love it all. yes. Why, why not both? <laughs> because in most comic books, you literally usually get one or the other. You really get good art, or you get good storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of times you get both, like, consistently. Whereas, Deadpool has just been on point, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. on point. And Dude. could they, I mean, could they Ryan work? Reynolds is just... <laughs> it's perfect. perfect. It, he's he was, the perfect Deadpool. He was birthed from a woman's vagina to be Deadpool. To be, bad, to be, to be dead, Deadpool. To be Deadpool. <laughs> Not the Green Lantern, Deadpool. Not and Dude, the jabs at the Green Lantern suit and everything like that in that oh, movie. Oh, I must have And himself. He, oh, man. He, when he was going to get, when he was going to, into the facility, he's like, whatever you do, don't make the suit green or, oh. anim or animated. Yeah. Because right, like in the Green Lantern movie, he never actually wore a suit. Really? Right. It wasn't an actual suit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, like, like, he wore like a neoprene thing that they could like green screen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Terrible. Weak. But that what that's what makes that joke that much better. See, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude. Now there, I do. there's. They said there was about a hundred or some odd um, Easter eggs in the movie. Oh yeah, you're telling and, me about all oh, those ad There's, there's. Oh, I mean, and that's one of the things I love. So for each like one liner that they had in that movie, they have about another five or six that they had to like. They just kind of let T J Miller and Ryan Reynolds for most of their like back and forths, and even a couple other characters just literally go back and forth and do whatever happens so like yeah. it they they have just this open frame to literally go wherever they want yeah oh, and yeah. he's like yeah they, they, like if we come up with a the box set of this there's just going to be so much extra content of us just going back and forth through uh, each other yeah. there were some things that i'm really surprised that we got away with and there are other things where it's like well yeah and there's no way we're getting away with something like that like that's that's the kind of stuff like that's set that's some solid humor yeah. But it also is it it's 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 just genuine. It's hilarious. It's so good. It's just fluid. It it just happens. Yeah. You know. Well, and that's just kind of what makes the humor that much better. And I think the only all right. I think we can all agree we loved that film. Oh, yeah. Okay. Was there one thing that you didn't like about yeah. that film? Yes. All right. Well, let's go around the room. Let's find out. 
Logan's contemplating looking. You answered instantly. So, Brandon, what'd you yeah, get for? Yeah, so there's a couple things that I didn't like. Uh, that I thought were just minor things. Okay. There were edits. And there were okay. edits at the very end scene where um, Ajax has a super bloody mouth and has been super, super beat up. They cut to a different scene and then come back and his teeth are fine. And then they cut back to him and his teeth are bloodied again. Right. And I'm like, okay, like, I, I get that there was multiple takes to do these things, but like, dude, like, that's literally within a couple minutes of each other. Yeah. Not, not even. And that was one of the things that I noticed almost, ima- it, like, it, it obviously doesn't change my opinion of the no. film because it's so minor. Right. But like, it was one of those things I'm like, I, I, I feel like for a big movie... Or yeah. any movie, like, the attention to detail to something maybe just as simple as that. Yeah. I, I can't believe it was overlooked. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, my only gripe, really. Gotcha. Um, they, they did kind of lead more to a very, uh, like, love-theme-like movie. Yeah. And we okay. don't really know much of, about, um, I can't remember her name. Um, I'm blanking. Uh, and, like... They, in the comics and everything like that, Deadpool is in love with death. Okay. And they haven't... I mean, obviously, that they're, if they're going to do something with death, they're going to either lead into it for maybe the next movie or something. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what their plans are. Yeah. But, like, they, there's so much story in there alone because um, both death and Deadpool are so, like, in love with each other, but they can't uh, be in love because Deadpool can't die. And death is literal death, and it's oh, and she's it, it's, it's it's she's a person, okay, it, person in a way, but she's just like, um, it, it's it's this really really interesting and very intricate story, but I mean obviously with the introduction of Deadpool, I don't think they would have introduced something as maybe maybe not as major right away, yeah, but like I'd be interested to see if like that gets introduced in the next movie or yeah. you know other things like that like. It, it was. It's very love oriented, which is hilarious and great. <laughs> yeah. the humor, but I don't know. It just. I, I'm excited for the next one, and I love the fact that they announced the second Deadpool two days before it came out in the U.S. Oh, they did. Yeah, they announced. Oh, wow. They're like, oh yeah, we're making a second one. By the way, we already have the green light for it. Oh right, and yeah. then uh, the in sequence to the film in the way that they announced <laughs> it, the very Ferris Bueller yeah. <laughs> version. Beautiful. Awesome. So Beautiful. awesome, dude. Yeah. Gripes. What about you, Logan? Do you have any gripes? Yeah, one gripe would probably be the um, lack of maybe another kind of important superhero. Okay. In the movie, like I like, I don't even know what their names are. The Colossus, the, Colossus, and the emo and, kid. Uh, uh, that's Nega Supersonic Teen or something like that. <laughs> yeah, just the stupidest name. Yeah. But they they were they were fine. They were great. But I don't know. It just kind of felt Negasonic like Sonic Nuclear. Whatever. So dumb. Girl. Teen. Yeah. Angsty emo yeah. looking girl. Um, I thought she did a great job. She did a great job. She was a great. She was, yeah. Yeah. She was great fine. addition. But just kind of like just kind of lacked like for like a Marvel film. It just kind of lacked like star presence. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That's her name. Negasonic Teenage, Teenage Warhead. That's such an interesting power, though. Like, yeah. It's so weird. It is. Um, okay, so uh, when you oh, so you're saying the other superheroes? Yeah, like like okay. Going into that film, I like I don't know. Ian was you know talking and stuff, and he was saying you know how like 
how much you know Wolverine is usually with Deadpool. Yeah, and like all like the other kind of main X Men. And so, like you know, just kind of like going in and then not getting like another main. Yeah, and I think that they appearance. they did that on purpose. Though. They also made a jab at that within the movie. It's like there's this giant, oh, yeah, the house, giant and house. I can all, we only it's ever like, see two of you. It's, it's almost, almost like empty. the studio couldn't afford to hire another <laughs> character. Yeah, yeah. That like that weird. kind of like that's that's the best part. Like to like kind of counteract that in a way because yeah. like, I would have loved to have seen another big Marvel so. character. Yeah, um, but I think if you add. Looking at the synopsis of the film, uh-huh. if you add another big character, it really only it, detracts it from takes away the from current the film. That's true. That's true. And I, I think Deadpool two will have something way better. Yeah. But whatever, I loved it. Um, I would agree with you. I think they could have had a star power, but I'm not sure that that's where I would go with that gripe. Yeah. I think my gripe would be very similar in that. As much as I really liked the selection of the X-Men to be Goody Two-Shoes Colossus, literally, like, that is yeah. how that character is written. <laughs> yeah. Upstanding, never does anything wrong. Like a good citizen, Goody Two-Shoes. Everything is always Colossus, Colossus, and I love that they made him German. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about, obviously, I didn't even know what name. Negasonic. Negasonic Teen Warhead. Yeah. I thought that the, the parallel, like the kind of paradigm that, you know, he's the trying to teach this young rebellious X-Men how to be in a good X-Men and then here's Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought like <laughs> it was such a good play of characters. It was. It was a great use of all the characters in there. Yeah. My gripe though. Yeah. If you're going to CGI the crap out of the film, why do you make Colossus look like a giant steel turd? <laughs> like give him something more than what they put on screen and I do like the jabs that they made at like why are you always steel like they, they literally just were so focused on that yeah and, but I'm just like that it actually put me off multiple times like man that's just not good mm-hmm. yeah. like that is that is genuinely bad CGI <laughs> and it, it kind of took me out of it just kind of like the whole bloody teeth thing like for that, you. That's, like, and that's such a minor thing. It, it is. It's detract from it. And but. please understand, like, if that's my only gripe, go see this movie eight times. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's it. Like, yeah. And it's not even that it's terrible CGI, it's just bad enough to kind of make you go, what am I looking at? Like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's not very good. <laughs> and for, you know, hopefully for the next film, because they made so much money. Oh, yeah. yeah. You oh, know? Yeah. Please. R- rumors say that they made it almost about as much as Star Wars did within the opening weekend. No, they they definitely didn't hit Star Wars number, unfortunately. But they beat every other release. major comic book film release that oh, ever yeah. come out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt, including the Avengers, which is stunning to me yeah. because that movie made boatloads of money. Three hundred. Uh, so uh, Deadpool was made on fifty-eight million, and mm-hmm. its domestic uh, gross. Was three hundred fifteen, almost three hundred sixteen million. Foreign was three hundred sixty-three. So, so they worldwide, made, it made six hundred and eighty thousand, or six hundred eighty million. 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 Wow. Million. So they made, that's still freaking huge. They almost made ten times more the amount than they spent, which is unheard of for a film. Yeah. Because you look at the Avengers film. Yeah, they might have made eight hundred million dollars, but they spent two hundred and thirty to exactly, make the film. Right, yeah. yeah. So, kudos, Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Side note, I just found a really high-res uh, photo of the new Spider-Man suit for <laughs> Mr. Nate. And look at that. It looks, oh, it looks stellar. So good. That like, is so good. And 
Especially zooming in, you can actually get the detail on the eyes and the... Yeah, see, I feel like that's incredible, Spider-Man. So good. I, I genuinely feel like with the um, so you see the cut in the sleeve where it's kind of yeah. at the V. Mm-hmm. That is very much incredible Spider-Man. Yeah. So I'm I'm feeling like that's more incredible than Amazing, and I, I hope that. Dude, but there but there was an homage to the original Amazing Spider-Man with his chest piece. It's not the sharp giant. It's not the giant sharp one. It was like up to his shoulders. Right. It's the it's a very small subtle, subtle spider. So that's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. I will. Uh, I'll Facebook it to you. Yeah. yeah. So well, just uh. Some more numbers about Deadpool. It was the seventeenth top grossing film opening week. Seventeen wow. of all time. Of all time. Oh, Star Wars. One hundred thirty-two thousand. Or <laughs> I keep saying thousand. One hundred thirty-two million opening week. Weekend, I think actually. Weekend, Star so Wars: The Force Awakens opening weekend. Two hundred and forty-eight million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I could have. That's insane. I could have a little bit of that. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know where Just I got. I don't know where I got. One percent. One percent, bro. One percent. Point one. one. I ain't greedy. I, ain't I don't know where I got my ne- my uh, guesstimation of Deadpool. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's still it was just that's still like, impressive it's, though. It's still really oh, it's, it's stupid impressive. I just don't know where I heard. Uh, maybe it's just I don't know. It's the internet, man. Man, I the saw internet. Something. Dude, knows? let me tell you what I saw on the internet today, guys. Uh, yeah. What'd you see? I saw a unicorn. Did you fighting a narwhal? Narwhals, narwhals. While playing Xbox. <laughs> In Siberia. I'm making this up. I read I it think. on Wikipedia. <laughs> but that might do it for this week. Yeah. <laughs> All we right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us for the Botalk podcast. Botalk. Botalk. Uh, and thanks for a random homeless person who Yay. we just picked up off Brandon. the street. That's me. Brandon. All right. Until next time, Nate. I'm Nate. Yeah, I'm Nate. You're I'm Nate. Brandon. It's You're been a pleasure. You're Logan. I'm Logan. It has been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. I has been a pleasure. So you just you. said that. <laughs> it's all falling off the rails. It's, 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 ladies and gentlemen, it's done. Farewell. Bye. Peace. <laughs>